A tribute to a time when rock stars roam the earth. We start each episode with a beer and a bad attitude. And here's the beer. And here's my bad attitude. With me in the studio this evening. Special guests. The Raymond Minions. They're my little minions of rock and roll. Say hello to the audience. Say hello, Ella. Hello. Say hello, Alabar. Banana. All right, we just got done watching the movie Pan. They use the epic rock anthem, Smells Like Teen Spirit, in the movie with Hugh Grant. Wait, Hugh, no. They gotta play Wolverine. What's his name? Hugh Hefner. I believe I'm getting my lead characters mixed up. Wasn't Hugh Grant. Definitely wasn't Hugh Hefner. It was Wolverine. What's his name? Ella, do you know Wolverine's real name as an actor? As an actor? Is it Hugh Jackman? I do not know. You do not know that? Do not know the correct answer. Oliver, do you know who plays, what actor plays Wolverine in the X-Men? Wolverine. The apple doesn't fall. Far from the tree, they say. Yes, we watched Peter Pan, and it seems like this soundtrack was fueled with good old heavy metal music. That's how you know the movie is legit. Let's go. Pop. Let's go. Pop. How many stars would you give Pan, Oliver? How many stars would you give Pan the movie? Five stars. Five out of how out of how many? Uh, five out of one. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Ella, how many stars would you give it? Um, ten. Wow, ten stars. Ten out of all of them. Actually, I want to re-rate that. I choose infinity. Infinity out of how much, though? Out of? Mm-hmm. Out of infinity. Infinity. Can you spell infinity? Anybody in this, in this room? Because I can't. I N I F. Oliver, don't embarrass me <laughs> in front of my audience. There's thousands of people listening to you right now. Thousands okay. of streaming Glory Days fans. 
Don't embarrass the host, your father. F. The father of rock and roll is over. I am. We sit at the bottom of a house in the basement with a fire raging I in the corner. T. Why? And yes, me and my rock and roll minions are listening to Crocus. The song, Screaming in the Night, will be on the hours that these children should be awake. Crocus, Screaming in the Night.
So much like in the movie Fight Club where Brad Pitt's character asks his legions of loyal followers to a little bit of a homework assignment he gives them, basically to vandalize the city. Now I'm not going to ask my loyal followers, my podcast Glory Days followers, to vandalize whatever city you're listening in, but I am going to ask you to watch the movie Rockstar. For it is a great, it's a great movie in general, but it, you know, it features the 80s. The 80s heavy metal scene, the hair band scene with fake band Steel Dragon. I still need to get the actual players because I love the music in this movie. Here's my favorite scene where Mark's character was asked to try out to be the new lead singer for Steel Dragon. He's in the studio with the band looking on. He's nervous. His girlfriend, Jennifer Aniston, is also nervous. She's in the studio. Here it is. We All Die Young by Steel Dragon Audition. Sorry about that, sorry about that. Nervous. I can understand it. Mr. Q, mate. Yeah, sorry. You do know the song, yeah? Yes, sir. Sorry about that. All right, well, we'll pick it up uh, just coming out of the intro. I'm always a little nervous in the studio. It's not my favorite spot. I like the stage. Here we go. is weak. I'm sorry. We're wasting our time here. Yeah? So, sorry, would it be okay if I was, um, could I start it one more time? All right, yeah, go again. Sorry about that. I have a feeling he's going to nail it this time. Jennifer Aniston whispers, I love you. He whispers back, I love you too. This my soul, Yeah, love those vocals. So he doesn't know what's going on right now. He's in a soundproof booth. That's how to say soundproof booth. He's like, what's going on? Whisper, whisper, whisper. Jennifer Aniston is in the studio with the band. She knows what's about to happen, but he doesn't. He's nervous right now. What's going to happen? They're discussing it right now. Smiles on their face. Reaches over. Well, mate, um, do you want the gig then? Nice. He got the gig, everybody. Claps. Everybody in the studio, claps. Oh, my, my. Just in time for the drum solo. It's my co-host, Mike, who is uh, running a little late. There's nothing I like more than a drum solo. 
because they're really interesting. I'm, I'm detecting some sarcasm. Uh, you should, because they're... I'm being very sarcastic. Drum solos, for the most part... I don't know. Name one drum solo that you like, Chad. Um, yeah, exactly. Moby Dick. Well, that's, what, that's <laughs> the only one. No offense to all the drummers out there, but uh, guitar solos is where it's at, obviously. Speaking of guitar solos, why the fuck didn't you play the guitar solo from No More Tears? Uh, I did. Oh, you did? Because driving over here, I was listening to it on the uh, W uh, Balls Network. They were playing the Chadcast live. So I heard you in my car. Are you serious? Dude. We're live on... How did this... Because we're pre-recording this. How was it live? I have no idea. That's crazy that we are so popular right now that somebody is hijacking some sort of signal in my basement and broadcasting it live. I'm, get, some, I'm getting goddamn death threats because of our podcast. Have you seen the emails? I've been forwarding you the emails. Yes. Yeah, dude. I cannot believe that what that one girl sent. That was un- unbelievable. So I was talking about the band Steel Dragon and the singer for the band Steel Heart provided the lead vocals. Shitload of steel going on right now. For the fake band from the movie soundtrack. Still, wait, are you confused yet? Let me I, try to simplify this for you. I did not sleep last night. I'm extreme, I didn't, what? There's this movie called Rockstar. Okay. And in this movie... There's a band called Steel Dragon. Y- yes. Now, in real life, reality, there's a band called Steel Heart. Gotcha. Now, the singer for Steel Heart does all the lead vocals for the fictional band from the movie Rockstar for the band Steel. Oh, this is confusing. <laughs> Long story short, I had an idea for us. We were talking about what direction we should go, you know, moving forward musically you know, in reality of us, of Mike and Chad. I'm thinking we should form a band called Steel Dragon Heart. <laughs> what do you think? The, well, there is a movie called Dragon Heart. So, what's, we just, it, what's it about? Can you summarize it for me? I, like, I don't remember. I think it's, it's either got to be about some karate, martial arts shit, or it's, or it's a or Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> or maybe it combines the two. Has anyone ever combined martial arts with Dungeons and Dragons? Oh yeah, uh, Big Trouble in Little China kind of did that, right? Was that with the Kurt Russell? Yeah, man, that movie's fucking classic. Classic with the K. I like this fucking song. Who sings this, man? That's a little man that uh, goes by the name of uh, Ted Nugent. Yes, a uh, couple facts about Ted Nugent. This is unplanned, unscripted. Uh, no, number one, he's, he's a complete asshole, but he's he crazy. Right. He's, uh. Oh, this song is so good. You can love it. I mean, turn it up. This is definitely up. like a top 10 cruising song, right? Hell yeah, dude. Here's a question. Baby. You're cruising down the strip, Mike. Oh, yeah. Rockville, baby. You have Stranglehold by Ted Nugent playing in your car. What car? What car are you cruising in? I think the answer is pretty obvious. Trans Am. What year? Um, Well, the song's from the 70s, but I'm going to go like early 80s Trans Am. Because I'm the guy that never graduated high school, who's in his 20s, who still thinks he's in high school. But I'm, you know, so that's that's what's going on. So this song was popular when I was in high school, in the late 70s, but now I'm not in high school. Does that make sense? Um, in some sort of existential sense, yes. Yes. I'm basically the guy from Disney Confused, Matthew McConaughey's character. You know the best thing about high school girls? <laughs> Let me try that again. The best thing about high school girls are? How about that one more time? <laughs> Do you know what the best thing about high school girls are is... 
They they never shave their vaginas? I mean, uh, I don't know. I keep getting older and they stay the same age. You're goddamn right. Bro, toss me a beer. <laughs> Whatever. How now, brown cow? I need to work on my uh, hey, good, broadcasting skills. Good thing we both have daughters and we're complete scumbags. Awesome. Right? You went to a concert recently, Mike. In some ways, I wish it was Ted Nugent, but it wasn't. That would have been awesome. I went and saw the band Corn. Really? And uh, they were they were great, man. I saw them at the the Fillmore in Silver Spring, and uh, I can't believe they were playing such a small venue because they're like they're still a huge band. How are they? How did they look? They looked awesome. Yeah. Uh, Do they still have the long hair? Yeah, they all had like their dreadlocks. They weren't wearing a jumpsuits or anything like the old school Corn. But they all had like their dreadlocks, and uh, man, that singer's great. He's just he's, like flowing around, jumping around, rapping, and doing his whole thing, and, and screaming. Without his that really cool kind of mic stand thing. Yeah. And then uh, I wasn't crowded at all. People were going crazy. I never, for the first time, I saw a guy. This guy comes flying behind me in a wheelchair. He goes through the entire crowd. He's like, "Everyone, get the fuck out of the way!" And then people lift him up during the, the show, and he starts like moshing, you know, and people are crowd surfing in his wheelchair. There was a guy in a wheelchair world uh, crowd surfing. Yes. Guy in a wheelchair. I've seen it. I've seen it all, man. I think now you have. And Corn uh, were uh, pretty much playing. I didn't know this until retrospect. They were playing all of their first records. Is this? A, this is not on their first record. No, th- this is not. I don't know what uh, record this is on. But this is a great song. They played this song. And they have this. Their thing I really like is that they have these primal rhythms. Well, the thing. The one thing I really liked about Corn that stands out in my head is something that I have an issue with with you about. I uh, feel like, uh-oh. yeah, this is the one thing that kind of held our band DC Flow back, and it's a little bit of a sore subject. I feel that if you wore your guitar down lower, you know, like as low as low as the strap would go, like like Corn. Because you know, if you notice, corn, all their instruments are <laughs> are hung so down true. low. They're <laughs> down low, and they bend into it, and they're like jun 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 and they're just badass. Your guitar is kind of slung up a little high for my tastes. Yeah, no, uh, guilty as charged. I mean, if, if, if and I'm pretty sure the reason why we are not a signed band right now, touring the world, the, maybe even the universe, is because of your settings of your guitar. You're not the first person to tell me that. Uh, you know, owner of Capitol Records told me the same thing. He said, you know, Mike, two inches lower, you're signed, buddy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Two inches lower and, you know and two inches I, bigger. I, I, have my, um, I have my pride and, and you know, there's, I, there's a way I do things and fuck you. I want to wear my guitar a little higher, you know? So I'm actually more of a rebel than those other guys. You know, you're a regular Fugazi. Exactly. So you asked me to play this one song that you like. It's called Never Never. Is this your favorite Skrillex? Wait, no, this is Skrillex and Corn right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a song that they also did. It's called Never Never, which is great. And that's your favorite Corn song or just you just I, It's one of my favorite. It. It's one of my favorite. This is a great song. This song really gets you. It has a great drop. If you're, if you're willing to wait for the drop, we can always fast forward if it no, takes too long. Everybody, this is Corn. song called Never Never. Let's listen until the drop, yo. This song gets Mike where he needs to be. Oh, yeah.
This is badass, Mike. Thank you. Wait for the drop, my friend. Waiting for it. So the thing about this song, Mike. Yes, sir. Let me set the stage. Let me set the scene for you guys out there listening. We are sitting in a basement apartment in the middle of downtown. Not downtown. Kind of like the dirty part of Washington, D.C. Shaw. Most powerful city in the world. That's I right. They, I hate it when they say that. That's Is it? Well, they say that to Wizards games. So we have the door open right now. We actually have a microphone outside picking up outside noises. And like this song makes me... Wish somebody would try to break into the house right now. I'm so pumped up with corn. That I'm gonna grab like this mic stand if somebody like try to break in. I'd go fucking nuts on them right now. I'm so pumped up. <laughs> Look at my eyes, Mike. Uh, yeah, Chet's so uh, pumped up. I gotta go. So come uh, on. <laughs> a piece of this. All right, glory days. Hey, listeners, this is my favorite part of the podcast. This segment is called. Mike talks about the Guns N' Roses reunion tour. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. It's, I mean, I mean, I'm freaked out out of my mind about this. I'm freaked out out of my mind. I can't wait to hear some news. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm on the edge. Of, I'm on the. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm on the edge of my fucking seat right now. All right, there's a lot going on. Mike, I'm on the edge of my fucking seat. I can see it, dude. I. Dude, I think that I can make a living as a Guns N' Roses analyst. I think some people analyze the NFL. I think I'm a GNR analyst. Whatever that means. I will pay you $5 to do that right now. All right, let me get out the chalkboard. Here's the deal. We got several guys talking about shit in the press. Here's the X's and the O's. Here's the X's and the O's. All right, this, all right number one. We got the chalkboard. My, my we got an X. Cracked. My voice cracked. That's awkward. <laughs> All right, number one. Well, got we my got, chalkboard. We got, we got, I might have already said this before in the podcast, but we got fucking Slash has, Slash has a brother. Did you know he had a brother? Slash has a brother? Yes. You did not know that. His name's Ash. <laughs> what? I, I swear to God. Slash and Ash? 
Like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I never, I never even thought of that. You can't make that shit up. No, no got it has to right. Nobody, that, nobody Google that. Nobody. No, that's it's a goddamn. Hold fact. a second. Let's listen to this. Now this is a uh, live in the eighty-seven, ninety-three. So that would be a combination of Steven Adler and Matt Sorum, or just all Steven Adler. Um, there's, there's got to be both of them. I think Adler got kicked out in like ninety after Lies, and uh, whatever uh, Use Your Illusions came out in ninety-two, oh ninety-one, ninety-one. All right, so the news. Oh yeah, the news. So uh, we got several different, a uh, lot of different pieces going on. A lot of lot of different pieces of the puzzle. A lot of parties. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different agendas going on, uh, but pretty much Slash's brother uh, posted on his Facebook page maybe a month or two ago. <laughs> Stop fucking asking me about the reunion. It's never going to happen. Axel is a fat Elvis. <laughs> Guess what happened? What happened? Obviously, his brother talked to him. <laughs> now, I'm not making this up. Uh, next day on his Facebook page, um, I want to apologize <laughs> to my brother Slash. <laughs> um, apparently, Axel's working out. And I was like, whoa, even more evidence that there's going to be a reunion. He's working out, dude. So he's getting in shape for it. I, he's throwing on those old... Dude, he basically went in his closet where he has like 300 pairs of old white bike shorts. You know, those old bike <laughs> shorts. And he's like, I'm back, baby. It's like Batman putting on the cave he again. Squeezes, he squeezes into him at first. Like yeah. the guy from uh, The Incredibles. Yep, there you go. Like, yeah, the superhero, the incredible. He squeezes into his spandex like Axel. He squeezes into his spandex. He's got that. He's busting out the old radio. He immediately jersey. gets on the phone and he calls uh, Jumpin' Jack Chad, personal trainer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, a little in. So that happened. Uh, another thing that happened was somebody was asked Gilby Clark, who you talked about Gilby the other day. Gilby. Uh, he he was, replaced Izzy, correct? He, was a, he replaced Guns N' Roses on uh, Izzy on a tour, but he never actually did, I don't think, much recording with him. So, uh, I, I personally think his uh, his uh, contribution, I can't talk either, Chad, to GNR is, uh, he didn't really do that much, I don't think. He just filled in on a tour. So. Gotcha. Um, but anyhow, somebody asked him about the reunion, and, and he didn't even know Axel and Slash were buddies again. And he said he's good friends with Slash. He's like, dude, I talk to Slash all the time. He never brought this up to me. So he's completely out of the fucking loop. Uh, so Gilby said he knows nothing of this. He knows nothing. He didn't even know that Axel and Slash were talking. So he's so fucking out of the loop. It's unbelievable. Meanwhile, somebody asked Matt Storm about a reunion. And he said, I plead the fifth. Saying uh, he doesn't know anything about it. You could take that as he literally doesn't know anything about it. Or maybe he knows something and he doesn't want to talk about it. But the fifth is usually when you're being self-incriminating. So I don't know, I don't know what the fuck that means. But I do know that um, it's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> so uh, Mike's prediction. I don't know if it's gonna be good, but it's gonna ha- it's gonna happen. Chad, I think we should totally move to LA, bro. Start yeah, a band. Dude. I think we can make it. I think if we work hard enough and we leave this fucking life behind us, I think I think it's gonna happen again. It's just a moment. It's just it's a matter of time before this music comes back. I agree, man. Let's just let's move out there. We'll go to like the record stores and we'll look for the uh, the wanted ads for guitarists and lead singer. We'll go to the local music shop and look at those community boards. And see, we had there. You know, we maybe can pick ourselves up a bass player. Oh God! Did you hear? No. What happened? Our former bass player Ryan was hit by a train. He's dead. I thought he moved to Austin. Yeah, he got hit by a train. So, 
<laughs> this is a new segment called How Did Ryan Die? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, we're playing Poison now. Did you know that Slash actually auditioned for Poison? Mm-hmm. True story. Wait. It, that doesn't seem like a good match. Well, this Slash, is what, Slash auditioning, trying out for Poison. That's what you're saying. This is what happened. Slash went in there. He kicked everyone's ass. And they're like, you're in, bro. But then they're like, but bro, you can't wear those fucking, like, he was wearing some, you know, Slash is a street guy. You can't wear those like beat up moccasin shoes, man. You gotta wear like nice boots and dress up. And Slash was like, "Bro, take this job and shove it. I'm not working here anymore, right?" Really? So then there, the next day, uh, the next person that walked in was Cece, and Cece was a perfect fit, obviously for Poison. So the reason Slash didn't get it was actually the reason he was successful was because he wouldn't sell out and dress up in uh, ridiculous clothes and be cheesy like Poison was. Really? True story. That's a good story. So, Chad, do you have any audition stories? I do. Well, I think that our audience would like to hear them. <laughs> I don't think they, they care, but I'll tell it anyways. I'll be honest. Actually, when I moved to uh, this area from upstate New York, I hail from just a couple hours north of New York City. I moved here to the Washington, D.C. area, and I, area, and I went to Craigslist. And I saw this band in search of a lead singer. Triumphant lead singer. They were a cover band. I guess they were one of the biggest cover bands in the area. Gonzo's Nose. Yeah, dude. They're, they're, they're so huge. Yeah. All right. So Gonzo's Nose I auditioned for. And so they, they said, sure. We'd love to have you audition for us. So they sent me the song list. And one of it was um, Don't Stop Believing My Journey. Of course. Of I know. Course. So I'm like, how am I going to sing that song from Journey. <laughs> I have no idea. So I sang my version of that song. And I didn't get the gig. Oh, dude. I mean, there were other songs I had to sing. And I'm not much of a cover band guy. I can't... I can do cover songs my own way. But if you want me to sound like the guy from Journey, good luck. I'm not going to do that. Uh, I can't do that. Let's try it. Right down. In the heat of a blue jean girl I'm burning love Once in a lifetime See, I can't do it Yeah, um I auditioned for a band one time I'm the same way I have my own style And you can take it or leave it If you don't like it Then this is not going to work out But I'm incapable of like Hey, we're going to need you to uh, play uh, 32 notes uh, In 4-4 time I uh, make it sound like, uh, you know, Mark Slaughter's mom's vagina. What? Hey, that didn't make any sense. Did you know that uh, Slaughter's mom's vagina audition? There's a couple of things you should know about me, Mike. What's that? One, I have the bladder of a pregnant woman. Fuck yeah. I pee all the time. That's awesome. That's so rock. Yeah, dude. Second thing, I'm going to be on live TV tomorrow morning. That's awesome, man. I'm going to be on the Washington, D.C. Fox 5 live tomorrow morning talking about fitness. Oh, that's even more rock than having a small totally. bladder. Totally. Know why, know why it's rock and roll? Because we're up late drinking beers first. Oh, I get, I, get where you're, I get where you're going with this. Like, you should be in bed uh, studying Fox 5 News fitness regime. I should be doing that, and I should also be like... 
studying like Kinsey, Kinsey, how do you say that word that I'm supposed to be trained in? Kinseyology. What is Kinseyology? <laughs> it's the study of the human body, Mike. All right. You guys ready for a Name That Tune? Are you ready for Name That Tune? Uh, all right. Glory Days. We haven't done this in a couple weeks. This is supposed to be a regular segment on this. I guess so. All right. Here we go. Name That Tune, Mike. Shaker Khan. Remember, give the studio audience, the studio audience, a chance, a chance to think about it before you respond. I'm not here, the singer. Sound familiar at all? It all sounds the same. It's got right? a little bit of a rat-like groove, but I don't know. Any guess, Mike? We can make it to the course and then you will know. Is this Doc now? Nope. Except. That's right. Take it to the course. That is accepts. Balls to the wall. All right. That was song one. Uh, song number two. That's the only accept song I know. Again, let's give the studio audience a chance to uh, think about this. Well, you know, 20 years ago, on the same day that we're doing this podcast, I was hitchhiking to L.A., and I came across a... Well, just listen to the song. All right, is this Dawkins? Yep. <laughs> song? I don't know. I don't know Dawkins at all. I just know they suck. <laughs> I really uh, don't like them at all. This is Dawkins alone again. Well, well, let's just listen to the course because I always think they have the—they have nothing catchy. There's nothing catchy about Dawkins at all. I don't know how they became big. They have no hooks. That's a—that's that's a weak hook. And this yeah. is this oh, is probably. Oh, here it is. Like it's it's more of a dark metal. It's not like you know, Mr. Big. There's no catch. It's just like dark, and brooding. <coughs> yeah, nice. I don't know. No, just nothing about that band resonates with me on any level whatsoever. All right, so you're pretty good there. I mean, kind of two for two. So pretty much I'm a junk. All right, this one's gonna be a lob, a lob for you. But I kind of like this song, so let's just 
waiting for it. Oh, this is super easy. But this is a great song. Give the people at home a chance to think about this, Mike. You should know by the drums. No, it's the drill, dude. It gives it away every time. I mean, who plays a guitar with a drill that you get from Home Depot? Name that tune, Mike. Name it. Pound Cake. Van Halen. That's right. Here's Van Halen's Pound Cake. Let's listen to it a little bit. Do you think Eddie Van Halen went into a Home Depot and bought his own drill? Um, he probably made his own drill. That's how crazy he is. No, he didn't make his own drill. He went into like a Lowe's and you know, he went to somebody who's like, I need a drill. And like, well, what kind of job are you doing with this drill? What kind of, gir- what kind of drill do you need? Do you need like an industrial drill? What's the job you're doing? He's like, well, I'm going gonna, gonna to play guitar with it. <laughs> Yeah, I think that'd be an interesting conversation. <laughs> so you're gonna play guitar, so I'm not sure how many volts I need. Yeah, I don't even know what do you, uh, what kind of tips on your drill are you using? At this Actually, point? let's rewind that whole thing. Eddie Van Halen walks into a Lowe's and says, "Give me a drill with all the volts. I need at least 11." <laughs> uh, sir, give me all your volts. How many? Uh, I'm sure. Uh, how many volts of drill do you think you need? I need all of them. Give me all the voltage you could possibly conjure up into a drill. I want you to conjure up all the voltage in the world and put it into this drill. Well, I am going to play electric guitar with it. And I'll take a diet coke. All right, let's do one and, more. And a bottle of anything. <laughs> and a glazed donut. <laughs> <laughs> Tasmanian devil. All right. I'm not sure where to go here. I'm not sure where to go here. I'm going to go with my personal favorite. Where do we go? You take the midnight subway train. You call another shots. So that sounds like rat. It is. You're in love. You're in love by rat? It is. I like this song a lot. You, you tune your E down to D for this. So at your fitness class, you're like, all right, guys, we're cooking. All right. Jumping jack. No, my, my uh, class does not like the hair metal genre. Well, what else can you exercise? It's very with? frustrating. I try. So I, in case you haven't been following, and this is your first podcast, God bless you. God bless you and yours. May the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ bless your soul for listening. <laughs> what am I, where am I going with this? Oh, I'm a fitness instructor. 
and I play music in my classes, and I try to, to show these videos, and I show the videos even. I thought it'd be even like one million times better to see these bands and all their spandex and large hair makeup glory. But no, they don't like it. Make some Sam Sam. It has been confirmed. I, Jumpin' Jack Chad, will be training Axl Rose for his comeback tour. We're gonna get him in concert shape. Stay tuned for the upcoming podcast, podcast to follow. I will be detailing each and every exercise I do with Axel. I would like to thank Spotify for fueling the podcast. I'd like to thank Mike for coming over and spewing his nonsense. Keep the fan mail coming. That's Jumpin' Jack Chad. Jumpin' without the G. Download for free. JumpinJackChad.com. Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. Rocky Three, one of my all-time favorite movies. Mr. T. Hulk Hogan. Somebody's coughing in the background. All right, thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Glory days. Episode 8.